Welcome to another edition of the Truth Hurts program. Let's get started. Oh, mamacita. Si, mi mamino. I want to go into the U.S. for to live my life mucho better than this life I have here in Guatemala. Si, mi bambino. I know that you and Papa, you're doing the best that you can. But there are no good jobs for me here. 22 years old and no skills. What can I do, eh, mamacita? Well, mi bambino, at first you have to shave off that facial hair and let your hair grow out some more. Then we have to get you a shirt with some cartoon on it, so you look like a chiron. And then, you have to learn to speak in a higher pitched voice. Like a bambino, not like a grown man. You mean like this? No, you have to speak in a higher pitched voice. Like me. Hello, mi nombre is Ricardo Juan Gonzalez, and I am only 14 years old. You need to try it, son. Okay, mamacita. Mi nombre is Juan Ricardo Gonzalez. I am only 14 years old. No, 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 son. Have to be much higher pitch. Here, let mamacita squeeze your testicles. What? No, trust me, son. I do this for all your cousins. Ow! Hello, mi nombre is Juan Cardo Gonzalez. I am only 14 years old. Ah, si, si. Mucho better. Just like that. Now we have to get you across to Mexico and then cross the border. And once you get there, you have to tell the policia, the border patrol, that you are only 14 years old. That way they will think that you are a minor child and they have no choice but to let you in. And then, after about a year, we're going to get a half a million United States dollars because they're going to separate you from the mule that's taking you across the border. Oh, I see, mamacita. But do you think that I can pass as a 14-year-old child? Oh, I see, bambino. I hear your voice is getting higher already. See, si, see. Si. You grab my testicles like a vice grip. Anyway, the border patrol is not going to believe that I am 14 years old. Oh, see, si, my bambino. Those border patrol policia, they're not so bright. They're not so smart like your mamacita. How do you think all your cousins get into America? Now go shave off that beard and get ready to go before the Americans wake up and realize this invasion is for real. Now, vamonos. Go. Andale, andale. Riba, riba. Welcome back to another jam-packed edition of the Truth Hurts program with your host, Steve Z. I played that bit because I wanted to introduce you to an illegal immigrant who posed as a minor while crossing the border and is now charged with murder in Florida. A chunky little baby-faced immigrant, 24-year-old Honduran who's been charged with murder in the brutal stabbing death of a Florida man, had crossed the border illegally months earlier while posing as an unaccompanied minor, according to an investigation in the New York Post. Yeri Noel Medina Uloa was busted on October 7th in Jacksonville, Florida, when he was found covered in blood after killing Francisco Javier Cuellar, 46, a father of four who had taken in the immigrant who told authorities he was a minor child. Police said they followed a trail of blood back to the victim's home and arrested this imitation child. They placed him in the juvenile detention facility because he lied to them and told them that he was only a minor child. It wasn't until October 13th that authorities learned his real identity and his true age. Yuloa, who had turned 24 on Friday, had duped the Border Patrol authorities in Texas several months earlier by claiming he was a teenager named Reynel Alexander Hernandez and even told his own mother about the ruse. Wendy Florence Uloa, the kid's mom, 
Says when he entered the U.S., he told me, Mommy, I didn't go in with my name. I went in with the name of another person because right there at the shelter, they helped me. In keeping with President Gropey Joe Biden's border policy on unaccompanied minors illegally trespassing and crossing the U.S. border, Yuloa was not turned away, but was simply placed in a shelter. He was given a notice to appear in court and then released. This clown said, Mommy, he is my Uncle Frank. His mother said he told her this on the phone. Yuloa and Quayar are not related, despite Yuloa's use of the term uncle. I live with him, but don't worry. He treats me like a son, and I'm going to kill him. <laughs> it's not known how Uloa ended up in Florida after being detained in Texas. Duh! He just jumped on a bus or hitchhiked. You think these illegal invading trespassing immigrants are following the law? They broke the law by entering our country illegally to begin with. The article says it's not clear how Uloa ended up in Florida after being detained in Texas or whether he was transported by the way of Biden administration's secret flights to resettle reported underaged immigrants. That was revealed by the Washington Post in an exclusive expose last month. Routes for flights included from Texas to Jacksonville in that report. Officials at Immigration and Customs Enforcement, the Border Patrol, and the Office of Refugee Resettlement did not respond to inquiries about how this lying little piece of human scat wound up in Florida. An ICE spokesman confirmed that Yuleo was detained on October 13th, but they say their agency wasn't involved. Mr. Cuellar, the dead victim's daughter, Mary Carmen, is age 18. She says she knew very little about the man now charged with her father's caught-on-video slaying but believes he was on one of those gropey Joe Biden secret midnight flights. She said, My dad told me one day he was going to the airport. Then this guy came out of nowhere and was at work the next day. I didn't really ask questions. Yuloa nonetheless moved in with the Cuellar family who put him to work at the family business, the La Raza Mexican store, she said. My dad seems like he was doing a favor for somebody. Where he came from, the people are super poor. We feel that someone asked my dad to do it. My dad was really compassionate like that. He would help someone who needed it. Florida Governor Ron DeSantis is already suing the Biden administration over the catch-and-release policy. Sources confirmed Tuesday that DeSantis's office is investigating whether Uloa arrived in Jacksonville on one of those midnight secret flights. DeSantis's office told the Post, This horrific crime is the latest example of how unfettered illegal migration costs Floridians' lives. If not for the Biden administration's unlawful catch-and-release policy, Mr. Cuellar would still be alive today. Governor DeSantis is committed to doing everything in his power to keep Floridians safe, but as long as the Biden administration persists in refusing to enforce our country's immigration laws, Americans are at needless risk. How many more lives will be lost before the Biden administration decides to uphold the law? The Uloa clown, the imitation juvenile, was found wandering near a lake covered in blood with a trail of blood leading right to Cuellar's body in Mr. Cuellar's own living room, according to the arrest warrant. Home security cameras showed him stabbing the victim numerous times and repeatedly hitting him with a chair, the Jacksonville Sheriff's Office warrant said. He phoned a friend to confess and even texted that he had killed Uncle Francisco. According to his mother, she was told that after the arrest, he cried. <laughs> 
told the police, I killed him. I killed him. Yoloa is charged with second-degree murder and is scheduled to be arraigned today on Thursday. I hope he gets the electric chair. And I hope everyone like him gets deported back to where the hell they came from. This illegal, trespassing invasion of America has simply got to stop. This is the Truth Hurts program. Bom dia. Biden Motors announces the all-new 2022 Bambino Bus SUV. It's a range of high-capacity transportation vehicles. Are you looking to transport a large number of illegal immigrants across the desert terrain? Bambino Bus is for you. Are you looking for a vehicle to transport 20 or more across rivers, across deserts, or across other type of terrain? And you need a horsepower to outrun the border patrol, the ICE, the customs, local law enforcement? Bambino Bus is for you. Need secure hidden space for your illegal drugs? Bambino Bus is for you. Bambino Bus from Biden Motors is the answer for today's human trafficker looking to make lots of money smuggling immigrants into the U.S. Available in light desert tan, camel green, or any design of your choosing, your Bambino Bus from Biden Motors can be wrapped to look like a produce van, a tour bus, or any business of your choosing. Look us up on the web at BidenMotors.gov. That's BidenMotors.gov. Si hablo español, si, si, papi, we do. A good friend of mine, a colleague in fact, was making a comment about the illegal immigrants, as he calls them, undocumented migrants. They're illegal immigrants. They're crossing our nation's border illegally. We are a nation of laws, and those laws are not only being violated by the criminal illegal trespassers coming across the border, but the Biden administration is looking the other way. They literally are looking the other way and saying they're not all criminals. The fact is they are all criminals. Every single one of them that illegally crosses our border is indeed a lawbreaker, therefore a criminal. I want you to take a listen to this exchange between Fox News's Peter Ducey and gropey Joe Biden about the report that came out last week saying that the Biden administration is poised to give illegal immigrant families $450,000 per affected person when they were separated from the border by a lawful legal policy that was in effect during the Trump administration. Take a listen. This ought to be good. I, I, I think so, too. Uh, about the way forward, Mr. President, as you were leaving for your overseas trip, there were reports that were surfacing that your administration is planning to pay illegal immigrants who are separated from their families at the border up to $450,000 each, possibly a million dollars per family. Do you think that that might incentivize more people to come over illegally? If you guys keep sending that garbage out, yeah, but it's not true. So this is a garbage report? Yeah. Okay. So $450,000 per person. Is that what you're saying? That was separated from a family member at the border under, under the last administration. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. The whole entire line of questioning was disrespectful to Peter Ducey right off the bat when he said, oh, this ought to be good. In other words, being very disrespectful of Mr. Ducey's place in the White House press corps. 
Joe Biden told Fox News's White House correspondent that it is a garbage report that the Justice Department plans to pay illegal immigrants that were separated at the border the range of about $450,000 each. But the American Civil Liberties Union, better known as the American Crapsters Union, got together and said this in a statement, President Biden may not have been fully briefed about the actions of his very own Justice Department as it carefully deliberated and considered the crimes committed against thousands of families separated from their children as an intentional government policy. Guess what, ACLU? Those people violated our laws and they have no rights under U.S. law. The ACLU continued by saying if he, Joe Biden, follows through on what he said to Peter Ducey, the president is abandoning a core campaign promise to do, quote unquote, justice for the thousands of separated families. We, the ACLU, respectfully remind President Biden that he called these actions criminal in a debate with then-President Trump and campaigned on remedying and rectifying the quote-unquote lawlessness of the Trump administration. We, the ACLU, call on President Biden to right the wrongs of this national tragedy. The only national tragedy, ACLU, is the fact that millions of illegal, invading, trespassing migrants have violated our nation's laws and are now criminals for doing so. They have violated the law, therefore they are criminals. And in our country now, criminals don't seem to get punished. They seem to get rewarded. Wake up, America. Every month since the Biden administration took office, over 150,000 criminal invading illegal trespassers are caught violating the southern border of the United States of America. And those are just the ones who got caught. The U.S. Border Patrol says that at least five times as many don't get caught. Those are called gotaways. Those who get caught generally want to get caught. Why? Free handouts from the Biden administration, food, clothing, free transportation to anywhere in America, and of course, monthly government benefits. Who do you think is actually paying for this? Why, you are. The taxpayers of America are footing the bill for the unlawful actions of the Biden administration and the Democrats in Congress. This is worse than any Hollywood movie or made-for-TV series. The invasion of America is real, and you are paying the price. Those who don't get caught don't want to get caught because of their violent criminal pasts. That's why they run. That's why they hide. Robbing, raping, stealing, trafficking in drugs and children. It's not fair to you or your city. The invasion of America is real and you are paying the price. When supplies on store shelves are already running low due to Joe Biden's economic disaster, allowing more and more invading illegal trespassing immigrants means fewer items on store shelves for you and your family. When more and more invading migrants come to your city or town, crime always increases and you and your family pay the price. Lost jobs, lower wages for everyone, decreased supply, and more strain on the economy. This is what the Biden presidency has given to America, and it's only the first year. Call your senator, call your congressional representative today, and tell them this must end. Tell your representatives that you want the border closed to all illegal immigrants, and that you want all of those already here to be sent back to where they came from. 
It's the only decent and humane thing to do for our nation's safety and security. This message brought to you by me, Steve Z, and the Truth Hurts program. As the reality of the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 has now stretched past 2020 and almost the entire year of 2021, in the 11th month of the Biden presidency, in which Joe Biden said he was going to get this virus under control, proof is now in the pudding he has no control over the virus or over anything for that matter. Americans are increasingly turning away from the coronavirus and now focusing their attention elsewhere, especially in regard to the rising consumer prices, massive inflation, and other economic areas where Democrats are far less trusted. A Reuters-Ipsos poll shows a shift that could definitely favor Republicans in the next year's midterm elections. While COVID-19 continues to be somewhat kept in the news by the leftist liberal progressive woke media, the opinions of the American people have soured. They now know that gropey Joe Biden's handling of the pandemic is far, far worse than that of Donald Trump. They now know that Dr. Anthony Fucci lied to the world, not just to America. He lied when he said there was no gain-of-function research under his watch paid for by your tax dollars. We now know that that is true. We also know that the Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 was manufactured in a lab, received over 73 different U.S. patents in its variations and forms, and that patents were also filed for cures to this disease. Sounds like the cat is out of the bag. The October 18th through 22nd National Opinion Survey says the country's fixation on diseases and public health have faded dramatically since the beginning of the year. In October, only 12% of the U.S. adults rated the coronavirus as a top priority nationally. Meanwhile, two-thirds of the country, including majorities of Democrats, majorities of Republicans, and majorities of independents, say that, quote, inflation is a very big concern for me, unquote. Here's the deal. This is, make no bones about it, gropey Joe Biden's economy, people. This is the economy that empty shelves Joe built. This is the economy of Yes, I did that and raised your gasoline and diesel prices exponentially. This is the what the hell has the price gone to on a gallon of milk, Joe Biden. This is the wait, you got to stop letting more and more illegal immigrants invade our southern border. Our shelves are empty enough as it is, gropey Joe. There aren't enough food items on the shelves to feed our families. And now you want to feed literally millions and millions of illegal invading trespassing migrants? Come on, man. Americans are closely watching the pandemic-era job market where businesses can't find enough workers while millions of people remain unemployed. That Reuters poll showed 73% of adults want their political leaders to focus their attention on jobs and economic growth. And this, my friends, is a radical, dramatic shift in the political landscape in the 11 months since gropey Joe Biden and his Democratic Party allegedly won the White House and took control of Congress last year on a campaign that they focused heavily upon the pandemic 
and tried to say that Donald Trump did a poor job of handling it. We are no better off under 11 months of Gropey Joe than we were under 11 months of Donald Trump's handling of the virus. In fact, Donald Trump did everything he could to close our border to foreigners carrying the disease. And Gropey Joe Biden and the Democrats? Well, they spent a lot of time saying that Donald Trump was a xenophobe and a racist for closing the border to certain groups of people. You know, those groups of people from the country where the virus began, thanks to people like Anthony Fucci and his funding of gain-of-function research with your tax dollars. Democrats have failed to match a surge in voting for the conservative candidates that helped Republicans win the Virginia governor's race this week and still might win the New Jersey governorship. The counting continues. Americans are ready to stop worrying about the Wuhan coronavirus after two years, knowing now for a fact that the virus, as I have said all along, kills less than 0.002% of everyone who gets it and kills less than 0.003% of the country at large. People see job listings everywhere. They sit and wait extraordinarily long periods of time at grocery stores, restaurants, and other businesses. They're waiting for things to be delivered because the supply chain is low, because the Democrats supporting unions who want to quote-unquote protect their workers are allowing their workers to stay home. After a year of the Democrats paying people more to stay home than they would at their jobs and telling people, oh, you should tell your boss to give you more money or sit home. We'll continue to pay you. Now, gropey Joe Biden and the Democratic Party have to pay the piper and pay they shall. The midterm elections are coming. They are now one year away, my friends, and the American public has become woke to the realization that woke progressive liberal socialist policies and politics are not what our nation needs to lead us out of this disastrous Biden-Harris economy. Last November, a year ago, a majority of voters, 61% in fact, said that COVID-19 was an important factor in determining their choice for president. Those voters backed Biden over Trump, according to exit polls in the 2020 election. Biden actually entered office with an approval of 55% of the country and was lauded for aggressively securing millions of doses of a vaccine that Donald Trump's administration created. But since then, my friends, gropey Joe Biden and Camel Toe Harris's popularity has declined even among the Democrats and independents who helped put him into office. Public approval of Biden's record on the economy, on immigration, on national unity, on energy, on inflation, and even for his response to the coronavirus has dropped every month since April, according to polling data. Overall, approval of Biden's performance in office is now hovering near the lowest levels of the year. The latest weekly survey says 44% of U.S. adults approve of the president. That is down 11 points since January. 51% say they disapprove of Gropey Joe, and that is up by almost 20 points in the same period of time. The swing voters who were deeply concerned about what the media kept calling as Donald Trump's failings a year ago are probably not too delighted right now about how things are going now. That has many Democrats on edge. 
Besides the economy, the Reuters poll in October showed that both parties have aligned themselves around a series of principles that could drive up voting in their base supporters as coronavirus fades into the background. Nine in ten Democrats claim they favor tax hikes for the wealthy, but if you ask them if LeBron James should pay more taxes, they say, nah, he's a pretty good b-ball guy. 76% say that the climate change should be the top concern for every country. And 78% of Democrats polled say it's too easy to access guns. On the other side of the political spectrum, 95% of Republicans support at least one of the party's core principles that are prioritizing the economy over all other issues, vigilance over the rising massive inflation brought on by the Biden administration, tax cuts, and deregulation of government, meaning, of course, smaller government. Of course, Republicans are more involved in their own lives and their own freedoms. They are less likely than Democrats to support governmental efforts to combat the coronavirus in the ridiculous fashion in which the Joe Biden administration is trying to do it. Half of Republicans oppose requirements for masks in schools. In comparison, only 8% of Democrats oppose masks in schools. The midterms are a year away, my friends. Neither side has much advantage in political engagement. 61% of Democrats, 63% of Republicans say they are completely certain that they will vote. These Reuters Ipsos polls are conducted online in English throughout the United States. So that means no people who not speak English participate. The latest large sample survey was conducted October 18th through 22nd. It gathered responses from 4,430 adults including 2,001 who identified as Democrats, 1,591 who identified as Republicans, 465 who identified as Independents. They do have a margin of error between 2 and 5 percentage points, according to the author of the article in Reuters, Chris Kahn. This is the Truth Hurts program, and unfortunately for the Democrats, the truth is starting to hurt. People simply do not like their policies, their programs, their processes, or their procedures. We'll be right back. COVID supply centers are having a massive one week going out of business sale. Yes, we stocked up early and really cheap on masks and face shields and gloves and hand sanitizers, disinfectants, plexiglass shields, COVID warning signs, and social distancing floor marking decals, and all those other things we overcharged you for for over the course of the past year. But now the truth is out. The Wuhan China novel coronavirus of 2019 was never the big friggin' deal the media made it out to be. And now we're kind of stuck with all this crap. We could stockpile it, hoping that in a year or so the government might just try and lie about another wave of this virus, or perhaps the Chi-Com party will actually release another bioterror virus on our nation. But we're starting to realize that you, the average American citizen, are too smart to fall for it all again. And some of you are just damn panicked enough to buy all this crap dirt cheap. So now we're liquidating our entire stock of COVID-19 supplies at bargain basement prices. 50-piece paper non-surgical masks were $89, now just $3. 32-ounce hand sanitizer not suitable for cocktails was $15.99, now just $1. 50-pack nitrile gloves especially useful for rear-end jobs during Pride Month was $22.50, now just $5. 6-foot social distancing floor decals were $100 for a set of 8, now just 50 cents each. These and many other great bargains now available at your nearby COVID supply centers. But hurry, friends, we need to sell out pretty quick. You get locked down for a year and get a $600 stimulus check. And illegal immigrants can cross at will and get 450000 What a country. 
Welcome to Joe Biden's America. When Rush Limbaugh passed away about a year ago or less, the progressives, the liberals, the socialists, the Democrats, those in the left-wing mainstream media outlets rejoiced, hoping, praying that that would be the end of the conservative media hold on radio and podcasting platforms and even television. As one former major conservative news network has turned slightly more to the left over the past three years, programs like Steve Z's Truth Hurts program try to fill the gap left behind by the media icon, Mr. Limbaugh, who left way too soon. They're doing what they can to try and stop these programs, and the best way to keep these programs on the air and online is to tell your friends where to find great conservative thought-provoking programming like The Truth Hurts. We're available on 13 podcasting platforms, and I'd appreciate it if you'd do me a small favor. Just turn on one friend this week, just one, to The Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Available on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Breaker, and many other fine podcasting platforms. That's all the time we have for this edition of the program. Go out there and make it a great day, everybody, and we will see you on the next program. Thank you for listening to this edition of the Truth Hurts program with Steve Z. Opinions expressed are free speech protected under the First Amendment to the U.S. Constitution. We apologize if you were offended, but we retract nothing. Background music by Jason Shaw and Audionautics.